you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. Ugh, you annoying asshole. You and your no breakfast eating drove me fucking, it drove me insane when we lived together. I would be, I would wake up and I'd be like, I'm fucking starving. And you're like, uh, you know, well, I don't know, we'll go and we'll go in like two hours. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking die. I need to eat. Mike. I thought I was a super athlete. Every time I ever did acid or any hallucinogens, we'd play football, throw the football around or something like that. And I had this utmost ridiculous, absurd confidence. Like, I'm amazing. I can do anything. And I really believed it. I really did. This guy wants to tell me we're living in a community. Don't make me laugh. I'm living in America, and in America, you're on your own. America's not a country. It's just a business. Now fucking pay me. Greetings. The Is It Safe Talk Show is now available to all of you. If you've pressed the play button, that's usually how it works. You press play, the show starts, and you will recognize my voice if you know the show. I'm Michael, and then Luke, my partner. And then we have a guest today. It's time to bring in our old pal. He's not really new to us because we've known him for many moons, but it's the first time he's been on the show. He was promised a role on the show a long time ago and then that one got canceled and we never made it up to him but now we're cashing in after all this time travis welcome to the show oh, you are it's, here you're my cinema to, nine partner so yeah it's good to be here on the is it safe of a nine podcast yeah <laughs> yeah finally yeah it's good to be here thank you uh, for having me well hey wow I mean, it's the least we could do plus you know you think about We've been doing shows for a couple of years on Cinema 9. We've done 155 different movies, supposedly. And we just did 12 Monkeys last week, which you guys can see everywhere on Cinema 9 YouTube, podcast, blah, blah, blah. But you also have your new show, which uh, you need to talk about because it's about music. And Luke has a lot of music knowledge. He was really looking forward to talking <laughs> to you about this stuff. So. Uh, is, fuck is, the bozo. Is that sarcasm? <laughs> I, uh, I feel like Luke knows a thing or two. Um, you a, know, a thing or two that you probably taught me, uh, probably in the nineties and early aughts here. I, I got one that I bet you could t tell me about. Okay, so the, the premise of the show is the, the show is called 9394, a music podcast with Travis Roy. And I'm exploring with different guests, albums that came out in the year, either 1993 or 1994, such as for instance, Luke, I bet you could come on and tell me about, uh, the 10 foot, the 10 foot pole album rev was 1994. Um, propaganda, 
Another Day in Paradise was, I think, 93 or 94. I was just listening to that uh, last week. Pennywise, <laughs> Unknown Road, 1993. Yeah. Right? So, like, you I know should, those albums. Yes. Right? Yeah, I can't teach you anything about them. I could talk I bet you about could. them. I bet you could. <laughs> Certainly uh, Pulley or, like, 10-Foot Pull. I know shit about those bands. Mm. Oh, man. Mike Mike would be great for Pulley. Uh, yeah, but I, I could do I could do a little Pulley. I could do... Man. Okay, there, there are some options. There are some options. Yeah, what's the actually? It's it's a good thing you you're keeping it so uh, dialed in on just <laughs> what those two years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, eventually I'll kind of like expand into like, hey, yeah. uh, this was recorded in '94 and that kind of shit. But you know, it does a make lot. life Uh-oh. a lot easier. No, <laughs> yeah. oh my no, god, no, it's my podcast. That, dude. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, over wow. there. This is your podcast here. I'll shut up. Well, hey. <laughs> I thought you were keeping it real on 93.94, dude. You can. I was thinking about this. I actually thought about it already. I'm like, what's he going to do if he does everything and runs out? Will he betray list. the code of his own podcast? I've got a list of 200 albums right now. So I, I, that, that just from 93.94. Uh, I don't think I'm going to run out of albums anytime soon. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to look. I mean, I'm going to look at stuff like... Like the single soundtrack came out in '91, but we were listening to that to that '93, '94. This was '93. Beck's Mellow Gold. Oh yeah, yeah. This video, I can see this video right now, for sure. But I mean, when you run out of 200 albums, I mean, I think you went to the dream world again. <laughs> I think that's where you're going, dude. So, is it crazy dream though? World. Like you guys have done 155 episodes, 155 movies <laughs> on Cinema, Cinema 9, Nine, yeah. and like. First of all, I'm really looking forward to listening to 12 Monkeys. Like, I've kind of been waiting for that one. I didn't know I was waiting for it, but when I saw it, I was like, all right, it's queued up. I just didn't, I had to work today, so. Forget uh, Thank you. What the I'm, hell is it? But, man, when we were, when we were like, I don't know, 20, 21, something like that, I could not have conceived of 150 movies. Like, I, I. <laughs> it would have been a daunting. It would have been such a daunting task. And I know that we kind of That's we, all, we all carried around our we all carried around our top ten lists for a while, and like we had them printed out on like you know microscopic font, <laughs> put in our wallets. Uh, and I think at some point we did top twenty five. I think maybe we got to top fifty, but like we're not even talking top movies. And I I bet you could I bet you could rattle off. I bet you could just, if you sat there and writ, written them down or wrote them down, you could come up with like 500 movies right now. You got to get it's your just, act together. It's amazing. It kind of like, it all just seeps in as you go, you know? But it's, man, it's just 155 yeah, I mean, movies. That's pretty awesome. There's a lot of movies out there. It's just like the same thing over there. I mean, uh, we're never going to run out of material at Cinema 9. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. I mean, we've, we, we did have the rule that uh, we disbanded, which was the five-year rule when we first started. And really, we haven't we haven't really gone in violation no. of that that much, really? No? We lifted we the rule. It had that, to be five years or older? What? Yeah. Five years from had, the time we were in. But oh, gotcha. The rule was lifted, and, and we are still going with movies that are older than five years. So Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Maybe we have the to. rule. I mean, there are certain yeah, movies I mean, that just feel totally indelible. Twelve Monkeys is one of them. And where the it's hell always going to die? It was always going to be in the podcast. It's like one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so true. Dumb rule. <laughs> Glad you got rid of it. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Luke, Smart. do you want to quickly give us? Uh, do you love Twelve Monkeys? Is that your thing? Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it is not surprising. 
It is by far my favorite uh, Gilliam film. And he directed that, right? I'm not uh, incorrect. <laughs> For a second, I had Seems a like a correct weird, opinion. I had a weird That's freak out. That's a fact, out, actually. Uh, is that an opinion? Say anything? <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. Is that okay? It's a fact. Just while, I love letting you hang out there to dry a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the bozos. That's just me. All in good fun. I know you do. Fun. No, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was... Um, Thought it was amazing, and I saw La Jetée like much much later. Obviously, like most of us, I think we discovered the uh, original like much later. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So wow. Okay. Well, nah. shit. I guess uh, nah. not interested. Religion has become nah. real. Uh, it's like when that's Jerry's right. trying to get Elaine to use the uh, new electric toothbrush that he's raving about, and she's like, that's just not that important to me. <laughs> <laughs> and was La, uh, La, La is also a masterpiece, and the, the two as a pair are, are really, really unique and uh, fascinating. La Jetée is all stills, uh, so it's... it's yeah. A, oh. yeah. So it, it's great. Play and that freaking voodoo music. I wasn't really prepared to say anything about 12 Monkeys, but I do love it. It's one of my favorites. Mike, you got to drop with that uh, Piazzolla. <laughs> you got that? You got that in a drop? Yeah, that's a good I could uh, make that readily available for us, <laughs> for sure. Should. That'll make yeah, you go Luke, insane. Uh, what's that's your what happened on to Brad the, uh, Pitt in that movie. He was listening to the fucking soundtrack. <laughs> Is that what happened? I often wondered. I, know, I, I was actually the soundtrack. thinking about this the after we did. fantastic. Well, that's stupid. It's not fantastic. I mean, are you kidding? It's it's, it's so memorable. It's so uh, bizarre. Well, memorable might be why. That's uh, you know, hey, why it's fantastic. Okay. Sometimes fine. things well, that look, are entertaining I, are depressing. Who am I to see what this sounds like? You hearing anything? No. Nope. Should, should we be? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Good time, oh, jams. <laughs> Goof, 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 goof. <laughs> it's got to be one of the goofiest scores of all time. I'm not even kidding. That, I don't like to use hyperbolic really? statements like that. I'm not Eric Branstrom. I'm not you, Luke. I. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I'm not like you, asshole. It's, it's totally fair. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I love their hyper. I love their hyperbole because it makes the shows more interesting. But I. I'm always aware of it. It's hard for me to let go and just be like, that is the dumbest fucking shit that ever existed. <laughs> like when Luke goes off about Bill Maher. If we bring up Bill Maher, he'll say, that oh, fucking go. guy is an all-time cocksucking, you know. So Yeah, bootlicking piece of shit. I mean, I, I don't mind the, the Maher diatribes from Luke. Thank I mean, you. I can't, I'm like driving my car and be like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't love Bill Maher either, but, you know, you've heard them. So. Yes, yeah, this is true. I have heard them. But, but it really is always a easy to pull a string, you know. Pull oh, yeah. yeah. I've got all the hits lined up. <laughs> oh, I'll bring man. up Charlie LaDuff. I'll bring up Bill Maher. Easy. I can bring up Seinfeld. Uh, Typical. Seinfeld Four versus... Yeah, typical formulaic, exactly. See, that's the problem. I'm not being formulaic anymore, all right? That's a solid promise. No more entertainment. (laughs) So is it one of the dumbest or silliest scores that you can recall in a major movie, I suppose? What's the other movie that heavily features an accordion in the the forefront? Is it Ninth Gate? Is, is Ninth Gate one of them? Because Ninth Gate has <laughs> a very wacky, uh, very wacky soundtrack, Ooh. but it is so ominous and bizarre. There's like such strange urgency to this, with that like yeah. up and down fucking. The thrust of it is, 
and it's it like really un- is perfect. unresolved. It's like yeah, it's perfect it is. for the movie because it's it's like kind of zany, but also kind of menacing, but also a little bit loopy. Which is you know, I feel like I'm kind of like like doing a 2.0 version of that episode, but uh, <laughs> of Seriously. Cinema Nine, <laughs> it makes you feel edgy. It makes me feel edgy, and like that. Even when even when there is very mundane shit going on on screen, and even when like even when you're just convinced he's an insane person and he's like in an asylum, and there's that whole thing eating um, bugs and shit. Yeah, this is the uh, like, ninth gate. Like, oh, here. it's just gonna be that. Oh, good. This is the We're ninth gate one. score. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't think you That's, picked the right one. Is that a harpsichord? What is that thing? I mean, this is definitely it, but it's not the, um... It's not the bozo part? It's not, yeah, it's not the bozo part, like, in the middle of the movie when action is happening. I don't well, know unfortunately, what this, that. uh, this is 60 minutes long, so I don't know where to jump <laughs> through You can probably this just, one, just skip so. ahead a little bit. Go, just go okay, I'll just take mark. a chance. 30-minute mark? Okay, sure, here I go. 30-minute mark. All right, I did it. Here we go. Where we got? There you go. Yes. Nailed it. Oh, wow! This is goofy as shit. Wow. Luke, I got to give you a lot of credit. Thank you. I'm amazed this worked out. <laughs> I can't believe that going to the 30 minute mark worked out. That's the real, that's what's you shocking can, here. You can really tell this is a 90s score, right? Because wasn't that like 99? Yeah, it was, I believe. Was it really 99? Wow, dude. Like all the 90s scores were always like, I mean, we talked about this in Cinema Nine, actually, but like the, they're always like the boop, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, Mrs. Like Doubtfire, <laughs> Mrs. His Kids, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot of clarinet, a lot of like clarinet uh, comedies in the 90s, like Dave. Like bassoons feel, yeah. and tubas. Yeah. I feel like they were like, they were all like, get me Danny Elfman. Wait, what? How much does he cost? Fuck. Rode uh, Give me someone who one. likes Danny Elfman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me someone who was a fan of Danny Elfman once. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I got to say. Yeah, but there I you go. I can't remember, but my last memory of The Ninth Gate was a movie that I really liked. I, I really liked that movie, and I wasn't sure that I yeah, was going to be that guy back then, but I dug it. Johnny Depp. It was one uh, of those Robin on Polinsky? my... It was one of those that was... Yes. Yeah. <gasps> it was one of those on my list that... Uh, I, I remember Branstrom Love that I had it on my list, uh, and I remember oh. feeling pretty cool about that. Well, I... Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that like... Because it was on my to like, uh, well, top... Hundred lists or something like that, you know. I was like, because uh, a lot of people just like thought it was didn't I don't know didn't like it, but I I still think it's just as atmospheric, just as uh, just as interesting, and I I don't know. To me, there's like a automatic hook in that movie. Part of it's the fucking music, but it's just very it's like a very minimalist atmospheric kind of just thriller horror. And it's all trash. Everybody knows it. What's that Nicholas Rogue Vienna movie or Venice movie? You know what I'm talking bad about. Bad timing. What's, no, 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 no. Vienna is bad timing. No, no. I'm talking about with Donald Sutherland and he's like gone and there's like the oh, dwarf. Yeah. yeah, don't look Do, now. Don't that's, look now. I wanted to say that's don't not look Vienna. Back. That's uh, Venice? Venice. Yeah, okay. I, well, I always get those two mixed up in my head. Uh, but it, it has <laughs> those vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I've been either one of those places. But Ninth Gate, it's, it's like uh, yes, it's don't look European. now, but with Satan. Everything yes. is always Instead the same, and everything is getting terrible. This as a as a matter of fact, I think that's a great, uh, yeah, it's a great comparison. And 
God, don't look now. I have not seen that in a minute. Um, was my top movie for a very long time. So it's I one of those movies that, that cinephiles one. love. And then I finally sat down and watched it and went, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the direction. And I love Donald Sutherland. I don't believe um, it. Uh, I love the uh, the stunt sequence when uh, I mean, that's a pretty intense stunt sequence when when Sutherland's hanging from the um, like from the what do you oh, call God. it when you're it's like the scaffolding the scaffolding uh, yeah yeah it's, it's a dangerous crazy, crazy dangerous <laughs> yeah like what the fuck are you trying to die Donald there Sutherland was, there were no unions back then <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that's okay. some that's some super dangerous shit. Uh, and I can completely understand that. You know, a director that, you know, doesn't get talked about a lot, but is uh, is known for his thrillers, and they're all pretty much phenomenal, is uh, Claude Chabrol. That is uh, somebody that your cinephile friends are going to love, but at the a same few. time, I think... To you and I think it, Yeah. <laughs> and I think, it, I think he translates really well to fucking anyone. Like, you could, could you throw that on. Could you that he did that I might be aware of? Hey, no, not that you'd be hmm. aware of. Uh, but no. he worked with Isabel. <laughs> he me. worked with Isabel Hubert a lot. And, okay. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah, this you know this beast. The, we love her. How am I not myself? How am I not myself? Two little mice <laughs> fell in a bucket of cream. Different movie, but that works. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm love to see a guy echo. like me. Guy so you like are hearing it from me. I'm hearing me echo. I didn't hear you echo. Any other echo. Hold on. Where am I? Am I? You know what it, it is? Nope, it's not. I'm not hearing it now. One thing I forgot to mention to you guys is the Boob Tube Boys. Van Lee, who is a guy who's been a guest on this show, the Is It Safe talk show, and he's been a guest on Cinema 9. I think we did um, Fargo for Cinema 9 when he was on. I was and, gone for that one. Oh, that's right. You weren't there. Okay. Yeah, okay. Then. Uh, yep, it was Fargo. So anyways, uh, Boob Tube Boys is his show. It's a great show. They do the most inane, stupid ass television. Like <laughs> they got, they doing their one hundredth episode, okay? And it's a two parter. The first part of it's about an episode of According to Jim with Jim Belushi. So like, oh, God damn they it. tear it apart. Like That's it, they're very funny. I mean, you got to be funny to make that fly. And then the second <laughs> part of it, they were doing a Walker Texas Ranger episode, <laughs> and they had. He asked me to do some, they reenacted some skits, kind of like Travis, you, when you and Chad did your show briefly, the mm -hmm. uh, the best film pod, you guys would open the show by doing a scene, right? We did. Yep. Yeah. So they basically, but Van went all out. He like, he got me to do a voice for like the bad guy in this scene. And, but he got like you know, everybody else to do not just voices, but he's got sound effects. Like he's going all out to recreate the audio versions of some of these scenes. And he got Kevin Sorbo, who played Hercules on that stupid-ass Hercules show back in the 90s, to narrate a bunch of this stuff. I heard it myself. It's so stupid, Shut but so awesome. Up. And they're making fun in a way, too. You just got to check it out. So please check out the Boob Tube Boys, Van Lee and Brian and Spencer. Those guys are doing great work over there. It's their 100th episode. I know that Van was on our show, Luke. We had a good time when he came on, so I thought we should, uh, you know. Love him. Yeah, loved him, and he's fucking hilarious. And actually, I'm really looking forward to hearing <laughs> Kevin Sorbo do that shit. Yeah, if you wanna, like, if you want to laugh and, like. That is you, amazing. If life yeah. gets too much for you, the Boop Two Boys is a great show to listen to to just have some laughs and get away from it all. That's so. kind of what our vibe is here, too. It's, uh, oh, I yeah. Think we, <laughs> we, we go from, we go from, uh, we go from silly as fuck to uh angry as hell i suppose we have pretty 
Yeah, we yeah. got pretty serious on the show, unusually a bit. Uh, we had a lot of laughs, though. I'm Stupid not saying we serious. Didn't. Well, Travis yeah. brings it out me. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I maybe I bring to. it on him. And, How dare you, no, Travis? No, it's, it's fine. No, it's good. <laughs> it's guy told you I love it. I love it. But yes, uh, uh, Van, Van Lee. Awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to hear it. And yeah, dude. Yeah, I just, uh, hey. We'll see how the show turns out. It's already 15 minutes in. We're not turning back. So, uh, by the way, <laughs> I feel it's only over. fair. It's only fair that we should get off movies a bit because, you know, Travis does a movie Thank show. You. And oh, fair. it's an yeah. opportunity here for Travis to expand. You know, he has a music show, too. He does not have a show it. where he can talk about societal's ills, um, society's challenges. Uh, Travis, is there anything that you really wanted to get off your chest today since you're here on this show with an open forum and a chance to let it all out? Well, I understand this is a uh, judgment-free zone where uh, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> no spin and, uh, zone. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, one will unlike... ever judge you anywhere in the world if it's on this show. Which of is course. Nice. Yeah. That's so I've obvious. got some real bangers. Now, uh, I do have a question. Here we go. Trans people. Let's talk about this. Oh, man. Come on. What, what is she doing? Hypnotize you. Is this voodoo here? That's a second voodoo comment, by the way. I didn't right. mean it's for that to happen. Kind of night. Uh, full support of trans people, but I'm going to move on from of that course. topic. But it's, a, Okay, go, go ahead, ahead, please. No, go. Well, I have a question because Luke kind of threw something out last episode. I was like, and you kind of like went with it too. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Do I even know my friends? What the fuck? You already know where I'm going with this? Nope. The, the Ayn Randian uh, twist that you threw in. You just kind of casually threw out that you were libertarian. Like, what? Did I hear that right? Mm, I don't think I said I, I was think, libertarian. Well, I, I cannot if remember I can what speak I for Luke, uh, you can speak for the show. Luke will never remember everything, but this he, is true. I feel like he's, I know what you mean there, Travis, because the way he said it, it makes it sound like he's a libertarian, but I think what he meant to say is that the libertarian <laughs> bent, if he has any libertarian leanings, it's that. That's All how right. I saw it, but he didn't really clarify. You're right. You're not wrong. I was shocked. I mean, this, I, I know Luke very well, and I'm like, he does not believe in the corporate solution. This is not the man that I know. <laughs> what did I say? You just kind of need to be reminded. I don't. I mean, I, I don't have you quoted here in front of me, but you're like blah blah blah, blah and like these lib libertarian, and you just threw the word. You didn't say I, Luke Horlbeck, am a libertarian, but you just kind of like we're talking about like you're like a libertarian worldview or something along those lines. And I was kind of like. Oh, it's a new oh, the one the one way if if drugs came up, that's the one way in which I have a libertarian bent. It is yeah in that level. Of I think that's what it was about freedom. Which mm -hmm. I would assume we we're talking about weed. I swear we were talking about weed. <clears throat> I feel Probably. like it has to be because that is the only consistent way in which I would ever like throw that term around favorably. Uh, because I, I genuinely, genuinely and deeply believe it is a fucking economic system for kooks and. But look, but I, 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 read, I need some weed because this is a, fucking depressing. I mean, <laughs> but you know, if, if people want to, I understand that there's also um, there's a lot of addiction out there, and you know, people don't always want to do the things that they're doing. Um, they might be compelled in other ways. It might be biologically programmed for it. They might be uh, predestined uh, for it in that way. But uh, at the same time, you want to you want to do drugs? Uh, fine, you're not hurting anyone. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt anyone else. Who the fuck is this but, asshole? But that conversation can be broader too, because you know, inevitably you will end up hurting more people than you think. So, and, I mean, I, and can't we like be in favor of liberty without being libertarians? I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, they don't own the sure. whole drug argument, right? I mean, um, definitely not. 
and I, I come from the camp that drugs should be free and thrown out freely to everybody of legal age. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, of a discerning age. Wow. Um, my God. I'm not, I'm not talking about giving drugs to children, but 18 and up, why not have access to free recreational drugs? Mm-hmm. Welcome to my America. Yeah. <laughs> do I feel Collins? You, I want do. Listen, you do like Phil Collins. That's true. Of course. Uh, Phil Collins and some cocaine. That sounds like a good 80s evening. For some. <laughs> Phil Collins and some cocaine. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s. But drugs. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, that could be challenging that's where my, for some. Maybe, maybe even labeling it as libertarianist is not not smart. I mean, it's definitely no, okay. not, we don't it's not very accurate. It's not very accurate. All right. That, that's all I Whoa. thought. We don't have to beat I, the horse about it. I just was like, not is my friend a libertarian? Cause I, you know, do I have that's one? That's really the premise. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. That's I'm just it. Kidding. That was, he just <laughs> wanted to know Luke. What's the truth? <laughs> just, just tell me. Yeah. I mean, right. if are you living in Metro Detroit and are you a libertarian? That's what people need to know. Nope. I'm a uh, box standard communist. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Phew. Actually, oh most people, yeah. I mean, if you... Listen, pal, maybe you haven't heard. I'm the guy in all Detroit. And that's Luke. <laughs> Except he's not the guy, though. So. Blue collar? Robocop, man. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. That's a fucking... It's Kurtwood Smith. <laughs> Kurtwood Smith. Thank Can you, you fly, Bobby? That's, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't... We just watched that together. I can't believe that. Oh, you did? All of well, us? we watched it at the uh, feast. At the feast in October. Yeah, yeah, I just I, when you said I mean, the word just, yeah, I didn't recent. really feel like that was just because well, okay, yeah. that was seven months ago. So. Ooh, yeah. Also, we didn't watch <laughs> yeah, the first one. We watched RoboCop two. We skipped case. ahead to oh two. God, that is true. Right. We didn't yeah. even watch number one. Yeah, I watched yeah, the, number one by myself. <laughs> where the kid takes it's over. Good. <laughs> that shit is insane. Oh, okay, wait, hold so on. you said good. you didn't want to talk about movies. It's a natural, natural place to go if you're talking cultural references and whatnot. I guess. Oh well, let me break something up then, since we have Travis on the show, and because I want to get this clarified a little bit. I wonder, just because someone's a libertarian, that doesn't mean that's who they are. All libertarian policies apply to them. People can pick and choose things from everything, right? How do you see that, Travis? I guess my question is, how do you see picking and choosing things from a potpourri of various political beliefs? Well, I would say that that's what everybody does, I guess, and then you know, uh, we call it, we put whatever label we're most comfortable with on it without necessarily, you know, for the most part. But when it comes to libertarianism, as I alluded to before, I understand libertarianism to mean someone who looks to the market for solutions and that everything should be legal unless it's, uh, unless it's you know, physically da- dangerous to others, um without any government oversight and that the government more or less exists like to manage the military. And that's about it, which I'm, to me is uh, that Randian kind of uh, dystopian nightmare, everybody out for themselves kind of bullshit that uh, terrifies me. I told you to wire the money to Geneva last week. I mean, that sound, it sounds like a real... Real pansy of a libertarian you got there. I think the uh, military. <laughs> wow. I think the wow, military. Wow, dude. The military wow, be dude. Fully, fully part of the market. Oh, wait, it already is. So. Oh, shit. You're right about that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, it, it's it's the basic the basic thread. And Travis, you're 100% right and all that. I mean, the basic thread is give me liberty, give me death. I mean, it literally is liberty over uh, life in, in some circumstances. I mean, it's. Liberty above all else, uh, freedom to do, freedom to do whatever, and then different types of libertarians set different types of limits on that freedom. Uh, but like the economic system of it is that 
insane notion of fucking <laughs> capitalism that never existed. It never would exist. You know, that, <laughs> how about we don't have fucking uh, garbage men? How about we don't have any social service? How about we don't have anybody right. filling fucking potholes? Let's right. Let's or just the FDA. Let's just choose to let's just choose all of the social services we want to pay for out of our own fucking pockets in our own little neighborhoods. Fucking insane. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I have I've, I've had I can't think of any off the top of my head people who I'm currently in regular contact with who are libertarians. But I've had libertarians in my life, and they're usually very fine, normalish <laughs> okay, people. people. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not like saying I would straight up defriend someone for their political viewpoints. You've had uh, pop-ins, libertarian pop-ins. I've had a couple libertarian <laughs> pop-ins. You know, you make a friend in the classroom, that kind of thing. Got some family <laughs> members too, but. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just it's that it's that it, it gets to that obsession with individual liberty that drives me nuts about America, um, and as opposed to like because as someone who views themselves as a you know, whatever socialist leftist progressive type, I, I'm concerned about the oppression of the majority and, the, and and protecting the rights of the minority groups and all that kind of stuff, as opposed to a lot of people that, you know, and it feels to me are very concerned about the individual liberties and any infringement, potential infringement on that at all means that I can shoot someone for, you know, putting their hand on my door when they're knocking, or I could shoot someone because they got in the wrong fucking oh car and I, that's, I'm standing my ground. That kind of, it, it's like a slippery slope to that in my mind, at least. Is he having a laugh? Yeah. Are you having a yeah. laugh? We've been witness to the slippery slope all like all in fucking two weeks time there. There's attention being paid to this stuff and it's... Who are they? Men. That that girl that got they? shot turning, turning around in that dude's driveway is one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard. She what are you talking about, huh? Can you tell us? Because we don't understand. This girl, well, Travis just referenced it. She was pulling out of, she pulled into a driveway because she pulled into the wrong driveway, right? So she was just mm-hmm. turning around. She was on her way out. Uh, the owner of the house came out and fucking shot like multiple rounds into her car and killed her. Yeah. And she's like, you know, 21 or 18 or something. I think she was 20. 20, yeah. And yeah, and then in the same week, like, you, have the, you have the kid break. goes through the wrong house thinking that he's picking up his younger brothers and he knocks on the door and the guy shoots him in the head. Oh, is this the shoots, old man? Yeah, then he shoots him yeah, again Ralph in the Yarrow. arm when he's on the ground. And then what was the other? Then there's a third one. Someone was shot for, I can't even fucking keep track at this point. Uh, it was something. standing, standing. Uh, oh, no, no. Today, uh, they lived, but someone's basketball rolled into their neighbor's yard. So the neighbor opened fire on them. Okay, the the one where the old man shot the guy through the his glass door, basically his yeah, front door. Yeah, yeah. That, that is just not a response to someone knocking on the door. You know what happened to me today? Actually, somebody. Okay, I'm at my mom's right now, and somebody knocked on the door at 11:15 a.m. and I was just Terrifying. barely. Yeah, Terrifying. I was. I Oh my god, I feel just like you do, Travis. I couldn't agree more. I was like, which means oh, you fuck. feel like that 84 year old man. <laughs> yeah, We're but I was in a. <laughs> Stuck in our houses, terrified of each other. I was, I was like in bed, like, oh shit. I was like, kind of waking up a little bit. I'm, who could be knocking at the door? This isn't my house. I'm at my mom's house. She's gone. Who could it be? Who could it be? And I was like waiting for him to go away. He wouldn't go away. He kept knocking, and then he started tapping on the window part of like the door. And I'm like, fuck, this guy's not going away. Who is this? And then the door opens, and then it turns out. And it's my mom's boyfriend. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry, but that's... Wow, dude. I would not have blamed you if you shot him on the porch. <laughs> I know. She told me he was coming by on Monday. Today is Thursday, so I legally have the right to shoot him because yes. Monday was supposed to be didn't. here. He you wasn't, have no idea what well, he's there for. Why is he the there whole, early? What's he doing? He knows she's gone, so he's coming over. She's, she's down in Mexico, and he's going down there to see her, and she wanted him to grab a few things, and all she had to oh, do yeah, was let me know, and there was a miscommunication. Some, uh, Point being, trunks. though, is, Travis, you're right. Good thing I didn't shoot him, but the reason why... Maybe the only reason why, and this is usually the case in almost all of these, is because a gun isn't in the house. Just the gun being there exasperates and creates a much more likely situation where someone's going to get shot. It's really crazy how just the presence of a gun can change that fact. It's really oh, that it. It's true. It's true. But, I mean... The, the thing I hate is if I'm sitting on my house, you know, sitting on my house, I'm sitting on the roof of my house. You sitting no, on I'm your sitting, house? You got a big ass? I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in my house, on my couch, in the middle of the afternoon, and a knock comes to the door, and I do the same thing. I cringe and wait. The dogs bark, and I'm like, what? uh, whatever, sitting and on wait for them to go away. And then the invariably, on. if I do open the door, it's... It's, I mean, never, ever is it someone I know. It's always no. some fucking guy who wants to, like... Sell me windows or, you know, make me switch to Verizon. Or I'm glad you brought shit. it back to this point. Yes, you're right. Uh, That's move. what ends up happening. You need to move to a nicer neighborhood, dude. Then you don't have to deal with that. Oh, well, I'm oh, poor. Right. Yeah. So. yeah, that should be. <laughs> it's a signifier. Not gonna yeah, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, you signifier gotta, you of the fix poor. Your shitty, fix your shitty windows. Uh, oh, that way no one is going to Fix your you. shitty life. That's what I thought you were going to say. You fix your shitty life. That's a projection on your part. Come on, stop sitting on ass and get out there. I meant that I was poor, and so I thought you were, Could that was, you were naturally sitting on go. ass. Yeah, naturally, naturally, that's where I would go. That's my next step. Usually, fucking, I am a libertarian. Fuck you. I knew it. <laughs> you fucked but, me. We Mike. had a partnership. Well, the, okay. You know how disappointing it is that this guy is eighty-four years old. The guy that like shot this kid. Because I would love to see someone go away for a very long time for that fucking. Just the fact, okay, I feel, I do feel a little bit bad that this guy's like, uh, it's, it's like gun in place of a brain. See, now you know? I see how you let that motherfucker infiltrate. Is, he's fucking 84 and he's probably already pretty keyed up anyways. Like, you know, 20 his years grandson, ago, no, 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 he probably no, no, would have no, no, done no. the same his, thing. His grandson came out today and said that he like is stuck inside listening to Fox News all day and like All day terrified. long, yeah. Yeah, but he's eighty four. Eighty four year olds are not keyed up. They're late. They're old. They're tired. No, I'm I said, just saying. I, no, no. What I know I was what you meant at. by the keyed up by the propaganda. There's mentally, big, mentally. Yeah, I, mentally. I was saying. I was saying he was probably a guy like this for for a long time. No, I get time. it. I was just thinking he's about old people like being this. keyed up. Doesn't make sense to me. But well, it does in the context sudden, you're telling me now. All of a sudden, it manifests in a in a particular moment. This guy has never had someone knock on his door. Apparently, <laughs> that was black. Up, Unless, man. or there would be a it would be like a fucking uh, a trail of dead bodies, uh, you know, from people handing out flyers and trying to uh, just stump for local uh, gleaners. And then we, we forgot the girl that uh, got in the wrong car late at night. And she, she was she's gonna survive. Oh my but god, that was, that there was four too. incidents. Yeah. There was the girl that there was a cheerleader. Uh, shot through the abdomen because she got in the wrong car. She got it in the wrong car and then realized it and went to her own car. And the motherfucker came up to the car that she was in and shot her in the car no. she was in. Yeah. See, they didn't. Okay. All right. Mainstream media. They brought uh -oh. up. There are two stories. MSM, right? you mean? Talking about MSM, bro? <laughs> yeah. So there, there are two stories. <laughs> two stories. <laughs> the problem here is, is that my little brother this morning got his arm caught in the microwave and. And uh, my grandmother dropped acid and she freaked out and hijacked a school bus full of, full of penguins.
Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was so my best drop. Uh, somebody at the front door. <laughs> that's the only one I had. So. That takes place at the front door. It does. There are two uh, two two types of stories that they seem to be very confident in covering. Like you know, they get like almost giddy about it and oh. gun violence, and the other is uh, climate change. Uh, you just made I'll me think of something. So okay, I got to real quick. No, you keep but, talking, but I'm gonna. But, I just but Travis, I, I had no idea that that was part of the story. That like the guy actually got out of his truck and then like went to her vehicle and then shot her because they they put this up CBS in the morning and so it, um so we'll watch around here and they didn't mention that at all. I'm guessing that was a known part of the story and they chose to omit it. And it's it on like paragraph me, five. You know drives I mean? me fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. This ain't so reality exactly. TV. It's it's fucking sick to me. Like, what kind of agenda? You know, what kind of agenda is served by leaving out basic parts of a story that actually do matter? Uh, is it because they're trying to highlight guns in and of themselves and not the evil guy that got out of his car and fucking shit? So they want to take the personal agency out of it and just be like, hey, this is a gun problem, not a. Uh, psychopath problem. Uh, I mean, if it bleeds, it leads, right? I mean, that's the class. Oh, yeah. That's, of course. That goes back to like bleed. the early 80s. Yeah. That's yeah, old. but it could bleed and bleed yeah, and bleed. I mean, the fact, knowing that the guy got out and did that, I'm, I just, it like baffles... It, I'm confused as to why they wouldn't even like share that part of the, the story. And Thank the other you so one, much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. The other one that's been driving me nuts is this like abortion pill thing. Uh, the... You know, watching. So I watched. I watched John Oliver. Uh, I check in every once in a while, and he did a good little segment on that abortion pill, the me, pepestrone or whatever yeah, it's called. Im- unpronounceable. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I get a package of they unpronounceable? Cover this shit. No, oh, it's just they cover, they're covering it on the the mainstream media, and they're just making it into this conservative versus liberal thing, and it's what? very. Uh, no. It's very, <laughs> nah, it's just a little trouble there. I know. I realize I'm saying something stupid that nobody cares about and that no. everybody already understands. <laughs> and just it's just the Don Henley is just more exciting yeah. than anything well, else happening in my it's life. It's right apropos now. to what he's saying. I mean, saying. this is yeah. definitely one of Dirty the laundry of all time. Yeah. And no, it's nope. just it, it it blows me away because like the John Oliver segment was really good. They talked about like the judge and like the whole reason this got brought to the Supreme Court is because this guy is like this guy trucked out some argument quote-unquote argument uh to create some kind of like legal standing saying that the fucking drug didn't pass fda regulations like uh, under a certain set of standards that we would recognize today and it's like that that drug passed uh 23 years ago and went through more rigorous fda confirmation than like virtually any drug in its class and is safer than like drugs for like strep throat and drugs for like you know erectile dysfunction Yet uh, somehow the like the mainstream media can cover this, and they haven't even mentioned the judge once. The guy that brought this up, he is a fucking scumbag. It was the uh, first thing that I, I, th- are you, I think you're getting too much news from the television, man. Because that that was a, when I read about the <laughs> no, story. No, I'm that, not. I just that have was to the be first thing I read. Because that's that's what happens in the morning. That was the first no, thing I, I read about was that <laughs> it was like some activist judge that was. I mean, it was probably the source that I was going to that. You know, highlighted that fact. It's not about getting the news from them. It's about the fact that I, I'm around the news. I'm around that type of news, the mainstream, mainstream stuff. And I, I'm upset. And I'm, I'm getting. Like I am hearing my voice in the little trouble there. There's an echo. But in any event, they're thank not you saying, for that they update. They literally don't. They literally don't mention it. 
They just don't mention don't it. mention it. Like it, they just leave shit out. I'm. Just, it's like the way they carve up the way they carve up information has gotten to a point where it's almost little trouble I can't there. even call it tactical. It's just so blasé and, and dismissive. It's uh, blasé. I mean, it's really it's really uh, torturous. Like. It makes me fucking angry every single morning. Uh, oh, wow. Ho, ho, it is slow not, down there, Speed Racer. It is not a good morning routine. I, I, uh, I suggest starting your morning with music. Mike, you thought of something like five minutes ago, and we were like, oh, we're going to quickly get to you. Yeah, I still got it. I still got <laughs> it. I, have not I would lost never. It. I, would, I would never remember it. I, I marvel at, your, at your, the way your, your, that steel trap of a brain works, because I would have dribbled it out of my... Ear. I've done many shows with you. I, I assume that would that would yeah, you never know. Sometimes you, you could yeah, pull I, one out. I believe in I'm you. Gold, but I'm a goldfish. That's fine. Okay. Hey, you know what? Have a memory of a goldfish. Ted Lasso. Listen. I'm a goldfish. That's I right. just oh, want to get. Some, are you watching that? Okay. Wait. Go ahead. I want to. I totally want to. <laughs> oh, I just. So uh, it's the only show. <laughs> we don't have many of these because Leanne doesn't watch anything. She really doesn't. She just. She just is so busy with her life, she doesn't watch stuff. It's incredible, which is fine for me, but the one show that she loves it, which probably on brand for her, is Ted Lasso. I turned her on to it, and she's like, oh, my God, I love that show. And I'm like, yeah, it's a great show. So the most recent episode, the Amsterdam episode, top notch, but go ahead. Sorry. Damn it. So I want to watch it, but uh, we got to wait to watch the final season here. So Gotcha. But uh, I wanted to get you guys a quick take on the Dominion settled with Fox News for $780 million. But got no- they had him by the balls. They had him by the balls here, right? Go ahead, Travis. Travis. I want to. Is no, this no, like no, no? Is that a response of like I don't want to talk about this, or I'm not surprised? What is the response there? It's it's the I'm not surprised, but I'm still disappointed at the same time. Like you know, it's like finally some there's going to be some sort of fucking accountability finally to these people that have. I mean, this this fucking family. And and their toadies that have poisoned <laughs> this nation for decades. Yes. Um, finally, some retribution. And I mean, we'll see. There's another one coming up the pike. There's another. There's another. Oh. Uh, I, for, I forget the other company that's suing them for even more than Dominion. I forget the name of it. I want, think I want to say it starts with an M. Uh, okay. But there is a, there is another one coming. So we'll see what happens. You got and even, troll that one's two point. That yeah, one's two point six billion. Yeah. So the settlement on that would have to be higher. So between the two yeah. of them, hopefully we'll see the actual, you know, maybe we'll see this company go down in flames. But whatever comes up in its place, I mean, it's going to be worse because that's the way this all works. A little trouble there. <laughs> I do yeah. kind of love the iconography of a company that looks like a logo for the devil uh, winning a <laughs> massive winning a massive $800 million settlement. Uh, but get, it's the, the thing is, it's. It's this is not going to have an impact whatsoever on on propaganda in this country because it's oh it's obviously so narr- it, it's just so narrow but that. it's so narrow the reason it's so narrowly focused on uh, it's a defamation case so you know the the reason they settled is because they knew it was going to be difficult to prove that Fox News maliciously uh, you know had that intent had that malicious intent to defame them and undermine them and, and hurt them. It just wasn't worth All right, well, either party going through it. So that's why it's very doesn't really fucking matter. And then uh, it doesn't. it'll never it won't have any impact whatsoever in lying in the media. And Fox News always had that argument in their back pocket, which is like, yeah. hey, we're an entertainment network. Oh, we're yeah. not a news network. That's we what they've already done. we already fucking admitted that. Right. See? 
And it's like all that shit just sloughs off. It sloughs yeah. off in the media cycle. It just fucking keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. It's just dead skin cells. Greased shit. It's just yeah. dead skin cells. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's dander. It's you fucking see Mike dander. Lindell, uh, Mike Lindell has been ordered to pay out five million dollars to the person that, or, or persons that proved to him that the, the big my lie pillow is guy. A, for those that don't yeah. know, yeah. I mean, for those of you blessed to not have to know the name of that fucking human cockroach. Um, oh man, <laughs> he's, yeah, he like he had a whole sweepstakes or whatever, like a bet, like proved you know prove me wrong that that the election wasn't rigged or that the election you know. He, because he thought it was rigged, but it right. is the most investigated election in American history, and so obviously he was proven wrong, and uh, an arbitrary and like an arbitrator judge ruled he has to pay five million out to him. I'm like okay. money itself isn't lost or made; it's simply uh, transferred. <laughs> so wait, he has to actually, he actually has like to magic. pay the money he uh, like magic he promised. Yes, <laughs> yes. Is that a boiler well, room? Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah. That's Wall yeah. Street. It's all about bucks, kid. It's all about bucks, kid. Yeah. Look, Fox I mean, News knows what it is. And Fox oil. News, in 500 years from now, Luke and Travis, Fox News will not change. He tried taking water from toilets, but it's secretary not sure who finds himself in the toilet now. And as history pulls down its pants and prepares to lower its ass on Not Shore's head, it will be Daddy Justice who will be crapping on him this time. We now go live to Violence Channel correspondent for Micah Davis at the Extreme Court with highlights on today's trial. Court. Thank you, Velveeta. Well, it started off boring and slow, with not sure trying to bullshit everyone with a bunch of smart talk. Blah, 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 you gotta believe me. That part of the trial sucked. But then the Chief J just went off. He said, man, whatever, the guy's guilty as shit. We all know that. And he sentences us to one night of rehabilitation. Hey, rehabilitation? One night? Doesn't sound so bad. Not so bad, huh? Here's some highlights from last week's rehabilitation. Some guy gets murdered. There you go. That happens. What? Fox News. Five hundred years from now. What Idiocracy. Holy. Of course. Shit. I have not seen that since goddamn whenever. Oh, oh man, that one's like that come out like fucking oh five or something. Oh six. Oh six at the latest. I'll double check, but oh five. The comedy. Lock that in. I was yeah. just thinking about that one. Nope. Oh, back to movies. Jesus Christ. All right. That's all right. Well, that's a funny bit. It was perfect. It was meant for it. It oh, was 2006. That's My brilliant. first instinct was right. There we go. So that's absolutely brilliant. Always trust your but, gut. I mean, it, wow. Yeah, we're not far off. We're already there. People already made the jokes in real life. People who never even saw Idiocracy are now aware of it before <laughs> people like us who saw it a long time ago, and they're now catching on to the reality that Idiocracy is quite fortuitous. Isn't it? Not at all. I don't know. Isn't it's not it, luck. It's really no. happening. It's we're, prophetic. We it is prophetic, but That's we're in um I know, but you have to consider you know, racism doesn't just happen uh, you know, in an overt way. It's not the way it happened, you know, in the eighteen hundreds. People aren't dropping N bombs and directly into people's faces. Uh Yeah. Well, you know, they I are like but, money though. <laughs> They are, uh, but the the pervasive, uh, subtle form of it is obviously the worst. And so when we're talking about the, the same kind of shit in fucking idiocracy, it's like, 
So many people I can see are just absolutely like uh, vibrating with excitement over Fox News getting like getting their ass handed to him and Donald Trump being indicted. And it's like fucking you fucking morons like the the entire fucking system is exactly like that. They're just extremes. They're just on the outskirts. Uh, Wow. Easy to attack. Only a fucking moron will be excited that a criminal got indicted. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Only <laughs> uh, a fucking moron would his, be thrilled that, that the justice charges, might be served. The charges against uh, <laughs> Donald Trump are are actually no different than charges that could have been brought against Hillary Clinton. She, which which, which charges, misused, man? Which charges are campaign, we talking about? We're talking, okay, we're talking mid, like the misuse the stor- of like the stormy, campaign The Stormy dollars. Daniels one, okay, not the defamation case or the other defamation case. Mm-hmm. Or, defamation case. Or the, right. or the Georgia. And they completely uh, goddamn disrespect they defamed, these little idiots. They defamed people too. The DNC defamed people too. It's what mm-hmm. I'm getting at is like uh, it's all the same. To not I mean, understand that to not understand manufacturing is, consent is fucking uh, idiotic at this point. How do we not fucking know this? We should all fucking understand. I think this that is that's where exactly we might have a slight divergence. Exactly how fucking politics works in this country. Okay, Travis, go it's ahead. the foundation no, no, for you. What were we gonna say? Well, well, the divergence is that, like, you know, Travis was trying to save democracy back. Like, uh, I'm not, I don't you know, no, institutions. Is, no, I, he, I'm trying to say, personally, single-handedly believe, save democracy. You still believe? You still believe wow. in the institutions in a way that uh, I? Well, maybe you talk about it in a different way. Maybe you have the and same reason will prevail. Reason will prevail. Beliefs in your heart, but I don't get excited about Donald Trump getting arrested. I yeah, I mean, I'm not vibrating. Sense. I'm not. I mean, but at the same time, I don't think someone's a moron if they are excited about it. I guess is all I'm saying. I mean, I, I think if my, you're hold on. I think if you're excited, you are a moron. I think if you're not excited, that's fine. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Everybody excited? got that out there? How, are we excited for justice is being served? I mean, I mean, why should we be excited about that? Define excitement. I'm, I'm not trembling. I'm not orgasmic. That's what I'm I just, mean. That's good. I'm just saying that, Ooh. like, You're when satisfied. I'm aware that someone has committed a crime and it's kind of like obvious um, yes, from what I can yes. tell, uh, and that person <laughs> is then arrested, be that person Hillary Clinton or Donald yes. Trump or any fucking body, if it if it's you know, I do. I think that the system is flawed. Yeah, man. I could, we got. Do we got another four or five hours so we, could, so we could talk about how flawed the system is? But I do believe also that the system works most when people have faith in it and people act uh, in good faith. So um, I don't. Oh, wow. I, I, I just don't share your level primary of primary difference. That's true. Yeah. No. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. Like uh, I, I'm definitely more of a cynic. There's no question. Sure. There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're 7th in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, 3rd in median household income, number 4 in labor force, and number 4 in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a still going. College student, but you nonetheless That's are the most famous speech from a pilot in period, TV history. Generation period ever. Period. So <laughs> when you be. ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You only Yosemite. Think, Yosemite. The, you, it's, you actually well, might I be forgot, right, Travis. But where I was gone. People don't talk like that either. <laughs> no, Travis, you made a good point. Uh, you're, the point you made was uh, like in good faith. That's the. This is a that is the America. 
That is the absolute difference. Who says who? Who defines what Americans are? This, yeah, yeah. It's cynicism <laughs> versus faith and hope. This is the battle right there because it's easy to bail out on what we see because we know everything's fucked. I think it's harder to do what Travis is doing by trying to hang on to some hope. I, I, I don't know if I could do it, but I do think I it's think more th- difficult to do that. I think if you jump off the ship, then you're guaranteeing the ship will sink. You know, um, I think that, um, you know, and you're going to drown either way, right? So fucking but might we're as not, well stay yeah, on board and bail out. Ah, who's the cynic I mean, now? What if you feel like you're who's not even the on the ship, now? right? Well, that, yeah, I mean, all, you know, if you think about it, um, like, if you accept death and inevitability and, uh, you know, the, the doom and gloom that is just sure to come as the happy and good times and the births, um, it's easy to accept whatever the fuck. This is, let's see, this is the kind of, this is the passive cynicism of the faithful. <laughs> yes. Only, I mean, Ooh, not religiously a, faithful in this case, if that's what you're referring to. No, the, the, I faithful, do have fa- the, the one who has faith in, one who has faith in the uh, institutions such as they are, the status quo, the, not, um, not such the as acting in good faith. I would not say such as they are. I well, think that's that, good. But I, you probably want that, some reform. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of I want lots does. of reform. You want more than that. I know that. I Just because I, I know you. Because yeah. I know you, I know you want way more than that. But I'm just not into murdering babies and with the bath bathwater. You know, it's this, just like this is, uh, this is what I mean. It's the it's like the passive cynicism of of people who, okay, the and I'm not even. This isn't about you. This is just like uh, it's just driving me. About yeah, me. Well, I stop. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! What is going on here? Yeah, you can respond, <laughs> but but the uh, the the Trump derangement syndrome, whatever you want to call it, the fact Ugh, that, it's that like, that's not a fucking talk to the okay, DSV. I knew you that's were going to hate thing. that. Yeah, I knew you were going to hate that. But oh, you're talking like um, Joe Rogan at me. I'm going to tune out. Oh dear God! Oh the, no. No, the fear, the fear that uh, not putting forth uh, any effort whatsoever to support, let's say, I don't know, uh, third party primary challenges against like Joe Biden uh, automatically gives us somebody like Trump or, you know, voting for whatever, like the idea that Trump is the only option and he is an existential threat uh, is uh, motivated this this lockstep uh, attitude, this attitude of total fucking like moral and political submission by, you know, otherwise very like open minded people and very progressive people that might, you know, move in a different direction. Let's say if we had Bernie or something, but the, the, fear, of Trump, the fear of Trump is the throwing out right the, the, baby with the bathwater. It's it's the get behind Biden, because after Bernie got, you know, undermined and all that and uh, Biden was the only option. All of the progressives fucking got in lockstep because, hey, listen, we were oh, all okay. genuinely a little bit. We were all genuinely pretty. I, I'll admit, I voted for Biden. I fucking of you held did. my You're nose and I fucking hated it. Uh, and I almost didn't. I sat there in the fucking voting booth for like 20 minutes. Why? Why? Because. Because. Why? I f- because he's a fucking creep and he's a fucking criminal, just like everyone else. And I right. think he's actually worse okay, than then, Trump, technically. Okay, how? <laughs> how is he worse than Trump, Luke? First of all, the veneers. Oh, worse? I mean, they're both... The veneers? The both veneers are, are worse <laughs> than the bronzer. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that's my... First You're of all, your, that's, that's Luke, number one. Luke, don't ruin your this argument is, here. Come it's on. a very shallow... 
Yeah, this is... Because uh, you had a legit point here. Joe, Let's go back Joe to Biden. the legit point. Let's go back. Uh, Joe Biden... Okay, Biden has Biden has fucking five decades worth of like terrible fucking policies. Wait, time out. Stop. Uh, Listen for a second. One second. Listen to me here. So, Travis, let me put this to you. Let me help Luke clarify this. What is the real difference between Biden and Trump? Like, they both do... In the end, no one's worse or better than the other. They just represent the same thing in the end for the status quo, I guess. I don't I don't believe that myself because the status quo, which is not great. I'm not right. Gonna, I'm not I'm not sitting here. I'm not some great defender of the status quo. No. But there are things that I think are OK. Like, for instance, uh, I do believe that. Trump would have been, I mean, Trump very much signaled that he was, I mean, he was Putin's lapdog. So any any sort of pushing back to the invasion of a sovereign nation would not be, uh, it wouldn't have been coming from the United States. Um, tr- Trump wanted to dismantle the the world order when it comes to say, say things like NATO. You know, it's just. Um, it's actually a good policy. I, I, dis- I disagree. The fucking I, treaty organization? Yeah. Okay. I, I disagree. I'm sorry, but I I don't think that I don't think that America is so evil that we'd be better off uh, allowing Russia and and Putin especially. I don't think the Russian people are in, in themselves a problem at all. But I do think that the system of government that they have had for a long time uh, is not one I want to see spread further across the world. Now, that doesn't mean I'm talking about containment. I am not opposed to communism. I am opposed to uh, oligarchy and authoritarianism. And it seems to me that that government is blatantly that, as is some other countries that are tightly becoming even more tightly united with Russia. So, no, I don't think that we're like the last bastion that can save democracy. But I do think that we're a uh, an important tool in that kit, along with other countries that are democratic in um, standing up against that kind of shit. And again, do I think that there's never been authoritarianism in the United States? No, do I, we're not a perfectly functioning democracy and we need to protect what we've got and not, and not just take it for granted. Um, but I do think that uh, Trump's constant subservience to people like um multiple dictators from Brazil to Turkey to uh, North Korea to little rocket man <laughs> you know it's just uh, it's it's uh, which wasn't even like an insult so much as it was like <laughs> and more than any of that like how is Trump and Biden different with their rhetoric when you get down to it Trump's rhetoric was always like me 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 I'm so put upon uh, people don't you know people don't recognize how great I am enough and uh, he's pivoting and, and placing blame and that kind of stuff where Biden, even if it's political at the side of your mouth bullshit, um, it's still like an inclusive we, the administration, did this, we're trying this. He apologized for things he's acknowledged wrong before. That's not something that Trump has ever even remotely done. And do I think, again, that Biden is a perfect president? No, I don't think that. Um, but do I think that he's better than that guy? Yeah. I got the muscle to shove enough of this factory so far up your stupid wop ass that you'll oh, shit wow. snow for Whoa, a year. Hey. Whoa, <laughs> hey, Italian Mike racial Dan. slur. Sorry about that. Yeah. That That's from a movie. That's Kurtwood Smith saying those words. But then again, yeah, it's not really Smith. him. He's playing a character. So just remember that. It's from a film. You know, it's not actual is. content. It's not actual content. 
It's not uh, literally hey. someone's words from a uh, news report. Hi, this is Kurtwood Smith, and I am now going to speak freely. No, it didn't happen like that, just so you guys know. Well, when we hit the deep fake territory and it gets better and better, I'll tell you. Oh, fuck, we're already in the deep fake territory. None of this shit is going to matter. No, I said when? <laughs> when we. No, I said when we. Yes. <laughs> no, I said when it's. No, I mean when it's when it's to the point where like literally there is no there is no more institution that can fucking uh, figure out the difference. I mean, I know we're already so, there, but so twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Three is what years. I mean. Okay. Uh, right. None of these things that we're talking about now are gonna fucking matter. But uh, I mean, mm. what about I don't know. What, I don't know. You've uh, you don't vote for me. You ain't blackjack. You guys remember that quote, right, from uh, Biden? I mean. I'm sorry, but the hubris is there. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the fucking, the swagger is there. The same shit that, like, Trump is guilty of is there. Is Trump, Trump is a fucking idiot I that think, has yeah, no filter. I, I think there's Trump, some problems. Trump comes from a billionaire, Trump comes from a fucking billionaire fucking cloister. Biden and, is one of the, uh, acts like one of them. Been, and Biden, is Biden the, is, le- the least paid, like the least wealthy, one of the least wealthy people in Congress. Yes. Yeah, so for why his is he doing career. so many fucking? Why is he doing so many fucking things for the banking industry? This motherfucker did not profit off that hey, one bit. I will say, I mean, you don't. Th- I mean, for me personally, I think that the response of bailing out the investors the or senator bailing out from the- MBNA, the senator from MBNA. Bank of America. Do, would would you say that bailing out the uh, depositors of uh, what the fuck is the name of that bank? Silicon Valley Bank SVB. was a better call than, yeah. than bailing out the investors. I mean, it was a very different thing than we saw in 2008. I mean, that, that to me was an improvement. Now, it's also quite a different um, banking Fucking structure. Fucking for a week. You're weak. You're weak. Yeah, no. They, I mean, they they were extending loans. They were extending loans to like massive fucking businesses. Also, there were some smaller businesses in there. But I mean, sure. individuals didn't necessarily weren't necessarily. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Because we're gonna have to wrap the show up yeah. shortly. Firms. Fuck all that. We're gonna have to end yeah, the show I, here. I don't know uh, it's gonna finance. have to end. How can we? How can the three of us? What could, common ground could we find? How can we do something positive? Or could we all agree that we're just disagreeing and it's fucked? I think it, it more or less feels like uh, it's an attitudinal approach. You know, like uh, uh, my attitude to it all is that um, we can we can go through a litany of different things, try to compare like, you know, Trump and Biden. I just feel like that's a pretty useless thing to compare. I don't think that's, that's fair. Important. We have to do this with Captain Dipshit Mike here. did. I didn't ask that. Well, you Mike made the, you made the claim that Biden was worse than Trump, so I responded to that. I think Biden is worse than Trump because I think so Biden has made a comparison. longer – he has a longer – Mm, I think he has, he has a longer history of political corruption and political influence than yeah, Trump does, and he has and, and his policies and his policies are more fucking durable than anything Trump did. Most of whatever Trump did is uh, more or less been reversed. Mm, tell that to the Supreme Court, man. Oh well, and also tell well. Okay, how about the fucking Willow drilling fucking agreement, which you know they are blaming on Trump, which fucking Biden just like greenlit. So I mean, don't don't okay, fucking well, give me that. I mean, give me a break. Does, what about, what about there's selling, so many what about, Trump poli- the immigrant the the border the borders. Uh, no, I was actually going to talk about uh, selling Aramco. Ages, uh, man. I was going to say talk about t- selling the Texas Texas refinery to Aramco. We we have the, the the largest refinery in the country sold to a Saudi Arabian the the, the most profitable co- company in the entire world during the Trump administration. I mean, that's not great, right? That can At be no taken point. back. Those agreements can be destroyed. <laughs> no, this is our country. They, I mean, this is our country. This, uh, this is our country. Here's the thing: <laughs> Biden could do 
there's so there's just so much right it's uh biden sits he floats in the ether he floats in this gray area where he has power and he has authority to be able to do things but he chooses not to do them i think that's where i am most angry because he's got it but he won't use it for anything good $15 minimum wage. $15 minimum wage. He could have stepped in on that. He could have overruled yes, the fucking right. parliamentarian and and just iron that out. Just fucking guarantee it. Yeah, um, nice. Abortion. He was in the White House when Obama was president. Abortion, that could have been codified. Roe v. Wade could have been fucking codified with a mandate in the fucking Senate and House. And they didn't do that. I mean, they could have bailed out homeowners instead of banks in 2008. They didn't do that. Oh, like, yucky! What smells of old on Biden, sour but like, milk? It, this is the neoliberal. This is the neoliberal mindset. It is the neoliberal like set of uh, policies and procedures, and that is the status quo that like I am most concerned about. But I'm most concerned about the fact that like anytime somebody who has power uh, and is a it, not just afraid to use it, but does not want to use it. They do not want to be accountable for $15 minimum wage, for instance. These people Biden, lose their jobs. They got nowhere to go. It just shows you they all their promises. They never wanted to do that shit in the first place and offering the, the public option for health care. It just shows you they never wanted to do that in the first place. That disappeared from the agenda in fucking week one, even though that was a campaign promise leading up to the election. And that's one reason he got elected. A lot of people were like, all right, fine. If he does a public option, maybe I'll vote for him. I mean, I guess you're an idiot if you think that he was going to do anything he promised, not just because it's Biden, but because politicians generally lie. But I didn't feel that way about Bernie. I felt Bernie was telling the truth. I mean, not on everything, hey, I but I felt like I, you know, I, I know I like you did. Bur- I, like I know you did. I think I we have a lot. Did. I think we have a lot more that we agree on that that we of don't. Course. But the left cannot be uh, the left unless it's fucking consuming itself or a borough style. Now I think when I the first left, moved here, I blew Mr. Belvedere. I under <laughs> I I understand what you're saying, but I think the the liberal left is this is the Ouroboros. I think the real left is like the oh, you're the real people. Left. Yeah, I think it's the people saying like, hey, listen, uh, let's look at our commonalities and let's find solidarity because that's the thing that actually matters. Hey, I'm all let's for not, that. Let's not focus on let's not focus on mm. our differences and like why we care about, you know, Biden or Trump. And like, uh, like for so me, uh, what for we've been instance, doing the last half hour of the show, then that's what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this I don't <laughs> think this would divide us. No, I don't. I don't think what we've been doing the last half hour of the show would divide us at all. I don't oh, think no, you and no, I no, no, would no, ever no. turn our backs on each other. No, ever. Never. You know what I mean? Like that that's the that's the important I'm not arguing part. Like, that with you. I just I am not arguing that with you. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine to have it's fine to have some like fiery conversations about it. I mean, we we don't often get to like have these have these conversations in general with um with people that can like really swing against us, you know, like people that actually know the terrain. Uh I, I find it very rare. It's incredibly do, rare to actually get a chance to talk to someone who like knows the footing in mind, knows what, what we're I talking do, about. What I do um, very often, it's like I'm talking to someone that it's like they're from another planet or a different state or a different like a different like state Absolutely. of mind. Because like they're they're the the news that they've consumed and the things that they're very concerned about. They're like, you don't know about Hunter Biden's <laughs> fucking laptop. Like, how are you not concerned about that? You're not concerned Nailed about the, the the Twitter files, man. And I'm like, what? no, I'm not concerned about the Twitter. Files. I'm not arguing that with you. I think everything that you said can be, uh, I think it can be totally true. I think uh, the stuff that I said can be totally true too. I don't think the comparison yeah. between the two things actually is as productive as maybe I felt like it, it was right when we started. I think honestly, like just. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's. I, I hope that's okay. I mean, I. Oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, honestly, honestly, just saying, like, just going through all that, like that exercise, that that verbal exercise, Mike. I know we have to, like, we have to get going, but You're ultimately, I truly appreciate, like, I, I appreciate being able to do that. And in the end, it's like, okay, dude, it's the the neoliberal order. I mean, it's it's all it's all very that. bad. But the important thing is uh, solidarity is the most important thing, and finding finding what makes uh, finding our commonalities is more important and more powerful than finding things that make us different. And I don't think that was necessarily part of like our little um, spat here. But you know, you either smoke or you it's part of the bigger conversation. It's part of the conversation we need to all be having. And it's a good place to end on because it's certainly something that we can all agree on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so nice of you to say. What a like what? Yeah. Is there anything? Did we find any common ground? All I can tell you guys is we thank of you for course, listening. The common ground is the fact that we're all fucking working people trying to survive out here, man. And we have <laughs> yeah, to life's just, like, defend each other. No, we're going to devour each other because it's so hard out here. We don't have time to defend each other or collaborate. I got to devour your ass because I got to get mine. I got to get mine first, okay? When I get mine and maybe I'm like 60 and I finally got enough of mine, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'll consider helping you out. Maybe. But Enough of mine. Like, so. <laughs> I got a lot of mine before I hit, fill up my bar of mine. That's what I know. That's putting it mildly. Look. We close the show every week with a song, and Travis is our guest, and he does a show about music, so clearly he knows a thing or two about music. A lot of pressure, I think, actually on him to come through with this selection. But uh, we didn't get any emails this week, so please email the show. Anything you heard today, did you agree with Travis? Did you agree with Luke? Did you agree with both of them or disagree with both of them or all of us? Was I annoying? (laughs) Let me know. Never. Is it? Is it safe pod at gmail.com? Is it safe pod at gmail.com is how you can contact us. So, Travis, we thank you for being on. I think this was fun. Yeah, buddy. This. I actually oh, did. Thank, love you, man. Thank you. Love you, too, man. Thank you so much for having me on. It's, you know, I've been listening for a couple of years now, and it's fun to finally get on and <laughs> get a Luke years? in person wow. than just yes. in my car. Yeah, you got to make, 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 uh, make some really detailed notes about all of the yeah. things that I say. That when he says off. something, try to, like, do a yeah, quick note so you can write an email about it later, because I want to yeah. hear. Let's call like, him out on. specifically. Yeah, uh, yes. there was no calls for the death of any celebrities this time, unfortunately. Wow, dude! Yeah, I know John Scott would be sad. So, so you know that I've like heavily thought about like what song would I choose, right? Like you know me, and like I'm like it's gonna be this. No, it's gonna be this. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be this. Um, but it's like making a mix. I did finally settle on something when you asked me yesterday because I'm like, okay, it's crunch time. I got to do it. Um, <laughs> and I knew I wanted to choose something kind of obscure. I, I am I wanted... a false prophet. God is a superstition. <laughs> I wanted something kind of obscure. I wanted something, uh, you know, that, that kicks, something with some kick to it. But most of all, you guys are a very michigan-based show very detroit-centric in a lot of ways um so i have picked a song from the from a band from the detroit ann arbor area uh the band laughing hyenas from their 1990 album i want the song as well that the same name as the album the song is called um life of crime i think that's the one to go out on disappointed it's not taproot (laughs) (laughs) no I think they played the machine shop recently. We missed out. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding. That is a fact. (laughs) That's too bad. Taproot played the machine shop uh, uh, maybe next month or it happened like two months ago. I thought you might go with some uh, Parker Kings, but. uh, No, Parker Life of Crime. 
Life of Crime. All right, well, we're doing Life of Crime, The Laughing Hyenas. Thank you so much to Travis. Make sure you check out the show, 9394. It's a music podcast. And, of course, me and Travis on Cinema 9. That'll be all, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. That'll be all. Love you. Love you.